0: Tea Leaf English. I'm your host, Fu.
1: And I'm your co-host, Feeqra.
0: In this episode, we're going to talk about pronunciation. So, Feeqra, why did we decide to start with pronunciation?
1: One reason is because I love pronunciation, but the main reason is because it's such an important part of speaking, I feel, uh, and I think it's harder for learners and teachers to improve in this area without little bit more direction, support, help. With vocabulary, for example, I do feel like they'll can improve a lot just by picking up a book, for example. But pronunciation it can it can get complicated at times.
0: I absolutely agree with you, Vikra. When I started working as a teacher, I found it challenging to teach pronunciation.
1: Yeah, me too. I actually avoided focusing on pronunciation in my classes and my old director of studies is the person that actually made me come around to the idea that pronunciation can be fun, um, it can be like rewarding, it can be you know highly beneficial for students.
0: Yes. So before we talk more about teaching pronunciation, let's start with the question. What is pronunciation?
1: Difficult question. Actually, it's not that difficult. I think when most people think about pronunciation, they think about sounds. G, b. I, I, uh, of course, that's an important part, but there are other features of pronunciation as well, like rhythm, for example.
0: Yes. And also there are other features such as connected speech, word stress, sentence stress, pausing.
1: Intonation as well. So um, let's maybe start with sounds. Um, so when we think about sounds, we think about the vowels and um, the consonants. We think about clusters of sounds, like consonant clusters together, where you have two consonants together.
0: Can you give us a specific example of a consonant cluster?
1: The classic difficult example is crisps. So that's got three kind of consonants at the end. So that's and lots of students find that word difficult. But it also has a consonant cluster at the beginning, the kr as well.
0: So the correct pronunciation of that word will be crisps.
1: Maybe our listeners can try that as well. Crisps. Okay, shall we move on? Um, what about stress then? Do you want to talk about stress?
0: Yes. So in English, how do we say this word umbrella in a natural way? Do we say umbrella or umbrella or umbrella? Yes, the natural and the correct way is umbrella. So, you'll notice as the second sound, brr, is louder, longer, and at a higher-pitched umbrella. So, that is called word stress. Now, would you like to talk about another type of stress, sentence stress?
1: So, if we say, um, I'm going to go to the park, if I'm going to say that naturally, I would probably stress the word park. I'm going to go to the park because in that sentence the most um, important word is park. It's what conveys the meaning.
0: Another type of stress is called emphatic stress. How many ways do you think you can say I love you? I love you. I love you. I love you. What do you think is the difference between those three ways?
1: If someone were to say I love you, we're not focusing on another person, we're focusing on The I, me, so it's not him, not her, me, I love you.
0: Whereas if you say I love you, that could mean I don't like you or I don't think of you as a friend, I love you. You want to focus on love.
1: And if someone says I love you, you know, I don't love my ex-girlfriend, I don't love another person, I love you, I'm focusing on the you. Another topic is uh, rhythm. So if I were to say, yesterday I went to the park, you know, saying without any rhythm sounds a bit funny. So I would say, yesterday I went to the park. And that would be a more, know, one way of saying it, one more natural way of saying it with a natural rhythm. Another um, area would be connected speech. So similar to rhythm, if I were to say, I went to the park, not so natural. To is actually usually said in a weaker way, if it's not important. So we would say, I went to the park. So it would be reduced from two to, two. And again, there's different ways of pronouncing that depending on the accent and depending um, on how fast someone is speaking.
0: So that is called weak forms. And there are other features of connected speech which we will look at in next episodes. So let's talk about another feature of pronunciation, which is intonation. So to talk about this, let's start with this word, hello.
1: Such a simple word, but it can actually convey lots of different emotions or meanings depending on how you actually say it.
0: That's true. So now I'm going to say hello. Hello?
1: I guess you're a little bit scared. Maybe you're alone in the house and you hear footsteps and you want to know who it is. Okay, my turn. Hello.
0: To me, it sounds like you just say in a natural way, but you you might be a bit bored or something like that.
1: Yeah, tired, bored, maybe fed up, not motivated.
0: What about this then? Hello.
1: Oh, you're talking to someone you like, um, potentially attracted to, like maybe someone handsome or beautiful. Hello, yeah, was that right?
0: Yes. So, if I ever met Benedict Cumberbatch, I might say hello.
1: If you say it like that, remember that it would be a bit, you know, flirtatious. It's like you're you're flirting with him or being flirtatious, though. So be careful with that one.
0: Yes, I'll keep that in mind. So, in that sense, um, depending on your feelings, emotions, and attitude, the way. You say will be different. And so intonation in that sense is the change in your voice um, over a word or a series of words or sentences. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we just use one one word there as an example. But of course, it can be used over a full sentence. So if I were to say, what are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm angry with you or I'm annoyed or I don't understand what you're doing. But if I were to say, oh, what are you doing? It's a genuine question, like I want to know.
0: That sounds like a good example. Thank you. Um, now, let's talk about pausing.
1: Pausing is very important. Um, the context that often comes to mind, um, that's a useful way of explaining it, is giving presentations. So I'm going to give you a short presentation now without pausing. Hi, thank you for listening to our podcast today. There are five things that I'd like to talk to you about. And uh, the first one is stress, then sounds, then um, intonation, then rhythm, then connected speech. Okay, so let's talk about sounds. Sounds are very important when speaking.
0: Whoa, slow down, cra. I cannot follow your presentation, or I can't process the information because you're speaking too fast.
1: And you have no time to like process or understand or comprehend you know, what I'm saying, because it's, you can't follow it, it's too fast. So you need to pause there at certain points to, you know, help the listener as such. So to repeat it in a more natural way, I would say something like, Hello, thank you for coming to the presentation today. There are five things I'd like to talk about. Intonation, sounds, stress, rhythm, and connected speech. So let's start with sounds.
0: Great. That sounds better to me because I can now understand what you're saying and I have time to think and process the information.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So now how do we know when to pause?
1: The most common you know, time that we pause is at the end of a sentence. You know, where There's a full stop. There are lots of other um, times to pause too that we can talk about in the next episode.
0: Perfect. So, so far we have talked about different features of pronunciation, such as sounds, stress, rhythm, connected speech, intonation, and pausing. So what do you think our listeners can do to start focusing on their own pronunciation and start thinking about the different features that we have looked at today?
1: So we talked about the different features. So the first step is to be you know, sens- sensitive or to sensitize yourself to the different features. For example, when you're watching your favorite TV show, like Friends or watching a movie, if you're watching the Barbie movie this weekend or listening to this podcast, think about how the person speaks. You know, listen out for the sounds, the way they produce the sounds. Listen for, you know, when they pause, when they use features of connected speech, the rhythm um, and the intonation that they use. So listening to... Other people kind of use these features is is a great first step and an important first step because you cannot replicate that or copy that yourself until you have a good awareness of how it can be used naturally.
0: So to give you an example, um, imagine I'm watching a movie and one of the characters say this. Peter,
1: what were you thinking? I can't believe that you did that.
0: So you'll notice that after Peter, there is a pause and... What were you thinking? The stress is on thinking.
1: Also, there's a rising intonation and the pitch is quite high and it's a bit fast. So I think like the speaker is annoyed. Um, and in the final sentence, I can't believe that you did that. Maybe that you, they're quite weak and there's a little bit of connected speech there. I can't believe that you, not, I can't believe that you did that, that you did that. So it's quite, you know, it's connected. There's weak forms used. Again, that's just one way of saying that sentence. There are, there's no like 100% rule of how you have to say things, but there are definitely patterns and common ways of saying things. So again, exposing yourself to lots of different contexts, lots of different types of TV shows from different countries um, will increase your awareness and your sensitivity to the different features of pronunciation.
0: Now, the second thing that you can do is to be aware of your own pronunciation. To do that is pretty simple. You can record yourself speaking using your mobile device or any other recording devices and listen back to your own pronunciation.
1: It sounds quite scary doing that. Like, for example, I don't like listening to my own voice, you know, doing this. But with more practice, you get used to it and just don't, don't worry about it. The important thing is to get an understanding of what you're good at, like what your strengths are when it comes to the different features of pronunciation, but also like what areas maybe you're not so good at, or maybe some features that you never use.
0: And if you're not sure of how to pronounce some words, you can look them up online using a dictionary such as Cambridge Online Dictionary.
1: So we want you now to get a piece of paper and a pencil. And write, you know, three or four sentences about yourself. You know, your name, what you like to do in your free time, where you're from, whatever you want. Just a basic introduction um, about yourself. After that, we want you to take out your mobile phone and record yourself speaking.
0: When you finish, listen back to yourself and focus on uh, what you're good at and what you can improve next time. Then repeat the process until you become more confident in your own pronunciation. So this is,
1: you know, this is a difficult um, activity. Don't worry, just try your best with it. Again, we're going to continue to focus on pronunciation over the next five or six episodes and focus um, on the individual features themselves in in each episode. So... You will have a better understanding by the end of it. But this is a good way to start. And remember, th- there's no like one way of saying something. Like, as I said earlier, there are patterns, there are rules, there are common ways of saying things. Um, so don't beat yourself up too much about getting it perfect. Just try and get a little bit better each time.
0: So in this episode, we have looked at what pronunciation is and what the features of pronunciation are. And finally, we'll, uh, we have talked about how we can start thinking about our own pronunciation.
1: Yes. So we hope that you enjoyed um, this episode and found it helpful. And please continue to listen uh, to the podcast. Um, to keep working on this if it's something that you want to keep working on. Remember to share this with anyone else um, that you think might benefit from it as
0: well. And thank you for listening. This is Tea Leaf English, where we brew knowledge, sip inspiration, and connect with the vibrant community of teachers from home.
1: Happy teaching!